0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Cast Into the Fire podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Bill. we're back to Game of Thrones. We're starting an Aria chapter. Why don't you talk about that illustration on the page?
1: Yeah, okay. So I was confused when I first saw this, and I thought it was supposed to be Arya with... Was it Serial? Serial for El the Trainer. Yeah, but it's not. It's supposed to be a uh, a lean gentlemanly uh version of Ned Stark uh he doesn't look like Sean Bean in this he just looks like and this is, there is a scene where Ned is trying to explain things
0: please ignore the cat and the dog arguing a bit. a
1: little spray bottle and take care of um. So yeah, um, I that's what I thought it was. But this is a scene. This is a scene that is described in this story where uh, Ned Stark is talking to Arya, and right now he is talking to her and holding Arya's little sword and needle. And
0: talking. it's almost got an almost uh, Norman Rockwell esque uh, look yeah. to it. Yeah. I'll say in this illustrated edition, the different ways Ned is drawn are not consistent, so it doesn't make things. Less confusing.
1: Yeah.
0: I think either way, they're trying to not look too blatantly like Sean Bean. And I was always picturing Sean Bean because I'd already seen, you know, Sean Bean memes about Ned before I actually read any of the books.
1: Yeah. And, uh, so he's holding a uh, needle to Arya and showing it to Arya. Arya is looking at him. Like, the little potato she is... Sorry, that's, that's how she looks. <laughs> she's got, like, the... As you said, it's Norman Rockwell-esque. She's got, like, a little girl potato face. And she's looking at him, and he, he looks like, uh...
0: Like she's been caught he, doing something not allowed, only, yet lo- it involves like, a sword.
1: Yeah, he looks like the guy who's the bad guy from The Mask of Zorro. Not the, uh, main one, but the younger guy, the evil captain guy. So, anyway...
0: Um, so, it starts out with Arya, um, thinking that her father had been fighting with the council again, which, yeah. you know, to a kid, that's what it looks like, and... Yeah. Okay. He was fighting with the council, let's face it.
1: Well, he was arguing. Yeah. You know. And he, and they talk about the tourney, uh, because he's going around talking about it, um... And he explains it uh, well uh Sansa gets very interested in it because uh her friend uh Jane. Her friend Princess
0: oh Ma- Ma- uh, my Princess Marcella, Marcella
1: yeah. <laughs> um is gonna be there. And there's going to be all these uh handsome and honorable men competing. Well, they can get into that later, but yeah, there are all these... Uh, it's going to be very interesting. And so, the so Santa, Sansa,
0: this is like what she's you know, dreamed of. She's going to see all the pomp and handsome knights and fine ladies and jousting. Yeah. Kind of ironic that that's... Yep. Oh, Sansa is, you know, quite feminine and jousting is very rough, very dangerous, Sport that only men would generally be allowed to compete in, but yeah, um, that's
1: well, men also, as we'll see, men can be sort of a loose. T- I mean, it's not loose, but we'll just say that they're pretty lenient, is what they consider that. So, um,
0: and <laughs> Prince Joffrey is going to be there.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. They're saying uh, who's going to be there. Santa really wants to go. Um, and Arya outright says, I don't care about your stupid attorney Because um, she knew Prince Joffrey would be there, and she hated Prince Joffrey. And with good reason, to be fair, because Prince Joffrey's a monster, as we later
0: learn. And, and I, I think, think that, that it. it that between Joffrey and her sister wanting to go to this so yeah. much, and... She'd probably be expected to dress up nice for it. Is probably the only reason that Sansa. that Arya isn't totally into. Yep. Jousting and.
1: Yep. Don't mind me. So. So Sansa, um immediately just says, you know, she's acting all stuck up. Santa for record, uh Sarah and i were discussing the ages cuz that's important to remember. Keep in mind is that Arya is 9 and Santa's 11. So these are kids. These, these like, are
0: kids. This is a
1: normal sister spot. And this is also not like the uh the show where they're all everybody's aged up in the show. That's something to always remember. I mean not everybody, but you know, all the uh characters like Daenerys, Jon Snow... Well, Sophie Turner was still a
0: teenager, but... But the
1: point is, is that they're not, like, nine. They're not, like, really young, and they're meant to, uh... They're meant to be aged up, so it's more appropriate, as opposed to... Yeah. Um, which we'll get into. Um. So, uh, yeah. She says, oh, it's a splendid event. You shan't be wanted, and... You know, Arya's... Uh, really, ups- you, she, she, you can tell she's wounded by that, and Ned actually finally tells his brats to stop. I am
0: fighting. weary unto death of this endless war you two are fighting. You are sisters. I expect you to behave like sisters. Is and, that understood? And you can tell. Oh, it's ironic—they are behaving like sisters, maybe well, not no, in the he's, best way, but. He's, but he is at his last wits end. He's at the end of his He's stressed about his stuff with the council or the need, attorney. He doesn't want it he happening. Doesn't, he doesn't
1: need his kids fighting. Even though kids do indeed fight, he doesn't need that because, yeah.
0: And uh, he actually doesn't have much appetite and excuses himself from the table. Yeah. And... Yeah, the other Stark men are there. Holland and Jory and Desmond and Jax and Harwin. Actually, no, sorry. Holland wasn't there. His son Harwin was there. And they're talking about war horses and telling jokes. And no one's talking to Arya at all. She doesn't care. She likes her that way. She, if she had her way, she'd eat in her room. Yep. Yeah. She's missing her brothers. She's missing. Um Rick and then Rob and John. She only has Sansa and they don't get along. And back at Winterfell they had their meals at Gr- in Great Hall instead of this um actually even bigger hall that they're eating in now. And Dude, this
1: is gonna be like a major thing.
0: Be, uh... She's recalling how her father, Ned, would um, he would say that a lord needed to eat with his men if he hoped to keep them. And he would actually invite different of his um, men or women working for Winterfell to come up to the high table and eat with him and they'd talk. So sometimes it would be you know the keeper of the stables and sometimes it would be old nan and um sometimes it would be the blacksmith and that helped ned to you know keep in touch with what was going on with the people around winterfell you know to be a better um better lord you know running things yeah And Arya love to listen on these conversations and.
1: Yeah, and Arya, you can tell she's interested in political intrigue and stuff like that, but she doesn't want to. She's not, she's not impressed by uh, the pomp and fairy tale stuff Sansa is, and you can also tell she doesn't like Joffrey. Which again, we'll get. I mean, what well, we already sort of got yeah. into, but you know, it gets it gets more so.
0: And how she'd hang out in the kitchens and around the castle and um, play with the children. And um, one of the Stark men, called Fat Tom, yep. would call her Arya Underfoot because...
1: She's always underfoot.
0: Underfoot, and she liked it better underfoot. than being called Arya Horseface.
1: Yeah.
0: But that's all far away now.
1: To be fair, I can imagine that, you this a large... You, you know, being a large lumbering guy in this little tiny thing always running around. Like I said, she looks like a little potato in that picture. So Sarah's just laughing at it. it's just like the uh um Yeah, it's uh She looks like one of those Ramona Quimby drawings or something like that. Um and she she's just I'm like
0: actually this, thinking
1: of my dog running about underfoot all yeah, the time and Yeah, and then with the Arya would be him in a human form, probably.
0: Yeah, kinda.
1: Except, in theory, you could reason with Arya. Um, At least at this part of the book. (laughs) Um,
0: And Arya is still grieving for her friend, the butcher's boy, who was killed, and she's not touching her food, which... Um, apparently, with some really delicious ribs before it got cold, and and There's she the wants thing about to...
1: ribs. Is that they're still delicious even when they are cold? Like they can get. I mean, I'm sure it gets no, pretty George cold, Well, George R.R.
0: makes it sound pretty unappetizing. Okay,
1: well, all I know is that proper ribs, if they're done right, like wings, they can still be good cold.
0: Um, oh, that's true. But anyway, back to the, the important thing is, at hand. She's grieving her friend, and uh, she wants to be excused from the table, too. And the Ordain is like, no, you may not. You, you haven't eaten. You plate,
1: and, and then she says, you clean, and
0: runs away before anyone can catch her. And... And runs right past that. Fat Tom and um, gets up to her bedroom and she loves her bedroom door because it's thick and dark oak and iron bands and you can't open it once it's locked from the inside.
1: Yeah. Also, she's too maneuverable for all the adults there. She's just this tiny little thing running around.
0: And um, Fat Tom knocks on the door and asks her what's wrong if she's in there. She says, No! And the knocking stops and Fat Tom went away because Fat Tom was always easy to fool. I guess that <laughs> implies that uh I don't know if that implies
1: that he like was just like okay whatever.
0: I think he was like okay whatever and oh yeah actually thought she'd fooled him. Either that or. And she's not. Yeah exactly. That, that's what I get
1: more from that. It's like of <sighs> course grand with George R. R. Martin you never know if he's going like some sort of way it's like ah Fat Tom had a Head injury from the war, but no. Uh, there's
0: never really any act. indication of that with that.
1: Yeah, exactly. They never go into it. So, but the point is, is that I think that he just basically said that whatever.
0: And um, she goes to her chest and pulls out all the um, pretty girly clothes she doesn't like wearing, and um, takes out needle, and she's just kind of looking at it, and he, she hears more knocking on the door, and. This time it's Septa Mordaine and she's and Arya's like, you better not come in here and Septa Mordaine says the hand will hear of this. She's not even calling him by Edward or Ned. The hand, gotta be all formal. And Arya screams at her to go away. And she goes back to the window with Needle and she wishes she was like Bran and could just like climb out of it and climb down. And that maybe then she'd be able to steal food from the kitchen and um, take her sword and um, run away, find her wolf Nymeria in the woods back all the way up at the Trident, miles and miles away from there. And go back to Winterfell or even go to Jon at the Wall. And she still wishes John was there with her. And there's another knock on the door and it is her dad. Yep, it is Ned this time. And and Open the door, we need to talk.
1: To, Ned is not going to uh, go away.
0: And she actually does um, go and unbar the door and Ned asks her if he can come in and she um, nods. <laughs> and right away he sees the sword and asks where it Came from. came from and Arya says it's hers. Yeah, she just says it's mine. Mine, and um, yeah. Ned says give it to me, and she gives it, kind of thinking her dad might not give it back. And her dad's just admiring the sword, notes that it's a bravo's blade, and he sees the maker's mark from Mick and the blacksmith. And she's all like, my nine-year-old daughter is being armed from my own forge, and I don't know about this, and I'm the Hand of the King, I'm expected to rule the Seven Kingdoms, and I can't even rule my own household. How did you get a sword, Arya? And she was not going to tell on Jon, so she didn't say anything. And Ned says, it doesn't suppose it matter, it's not a toy for children, least of all for a girl. And what would Dane say if... She knew about this, playing with swords, and Arya says she's not playing and she hates Scepter Mordain. Yep. And she her
1: hates. father
0: explains, oh, that's enough. It's Scepter's just doing what she's supposed to do. And she's charged with the impossible task of making her a lady. And Arya says, I don't want to be a lady. And, uh, Ned says he ought to snap the sword across his knee and put an end to this. Oh yes, this needle wouldn't break. Yeah. And so now her dad knows it has a name and There's a guy you named it. You, you have a wildness it, in your child, the wolf blood my father used to call it, and he um it says that um you know, her aunt Liana had um a bit of that and his brother Brandon and that's why both of them are
1: dead. Yeah.
0: And that Lyanna would have carried a sword if um, his father had allowed that. And, you know, she reminds him of her and even looks like her a bit. And Arya's like, no, know, was beautiful. No one ever had called her beautiful. It's, you know, to be fair, she's a kid still, I mean. Also,
1: Ned's... Well, yeah. Well, kids are... Espe you know, she's being a typical, like, young girl, like very young, just beginning to become aware of these things. And so she's insecure. Ne- Ned's talking, of course, more whether or not I mean, he clearly thinks that Arya is beautiful and he loves her. He's right, not I mean... sorta of saying that, but he is clearly
0: focused, and he's on... he's worried that um she might he's he's focused be- become in danger somehow from yeah. Well, he's talking where about, they are, and he's talking about how she died
1: before her time. I assume that like these other Starks. Uh, do we ever learn about? Oh them yeah, really? yeah, we do. Okay,
0: in the um, war, right? Yeah, Brett Brandon. In the
1: future books in the war. Brandon
0: died from, um. Mad King Ares killing him, yeah. and. uh for Le- Le- that
1: flashback happened. With that.
0: Yeah, it's like I don't want to throw in a spoiler, right, but well, anyway, yeah. yeah, all right, I'm done with that. I just. I mean, both of them died in ways that sort of were related to the war, but not directly mm-hmm. part of it. And Ned asks her if she knows the first thing about sword fighting, and she says, "Stick them with the pointy end." And uh, Ned laughs at that. Yeah, that's that's. When uh, she that's says, "Classic," that's
1: probably a reference to. Uh,
0: she was trying to learn, and she asked Micah to practice games. with her. And she he, she asked him, so it was her fault what happened. And then she starts crying, and yeah, you know, Ned explains to her that of course this is not her fault. This is the fault of the Hound and Cersei and she should not blame herself for what happened to Micah and Arya says she hates them and um, the Hound and Cersei and Robert and Prince Joffrey and Joffrey lied. It wasn't the way he said it (coughs) happened and she hates Sansa too because Sansa did know and she lied also And Ned said that we all lie, or do you really think that he would believe that Nymeria just ran off? Yeah. And Arya says, Jory promised not to tell, and um, Ned said that Jory did keep his word, but he knows that the wolf wouldn't have left her willingly, and she explains that she... Had released her into the woods where there would be other wolves and deer to hunt, and it, she had to throw rocks at Nymeria and hit her with the rocks to make her run away.
1: Yeah, she tried to. She she set her free, so to say. Even though the wolf is not that old, it's still how old? It's still what like,
0: mm-hmm. half-grown pup. Half-grown, yeah. So there you go. Well. I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say the wolf Lives. is. The yeah. wolf is not dead. Wait, we
1: we know this later. There's a lot. There's. It plays a role. Spoiler, it
0: plays right? a role. It's not dead. We're not going to go into it. And like unfortunately, point. I think that the best likely possible outcome for Sansa's wolf, it ha- if it had lived, yeah. would have been similar, because yeah, I do not. I do not think the wolf would have. Spoiler alert, things are gonna get tougher for the Starks, and I don't see Sansa's wolf surviving, like, if she had tried to protect Sansa at any point, or if um, somebody had wanted to use the wolf as, like, a political leverage, you know, I... To you know, threaten killing the wolf. I don't think it would have had a chance at, uh, other than being released into the wild.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: Or being kept in the hounds, can- the dog kennels, which would have also not really been safe either. Yeah,
1: probably that
0: wolf was doomed.
1: But this wolf is alive in the wild. That we know, it's as Sarah said, it's half-grown. It's in a tough situation, but. We
0: learn that it lives later. And Ned says that what she did was right, and even the lie was not without honor. And um, he set the sword down, hugged Arya, picked the sword up again, and looked at it in the window. And says to Arya that he's got some things he needs to explain to her. That um, before she was too young to worry about all this stuff. But she's a Stark of Winterfell. Their words, winter is coming. There will be hard and cruel times. Um, You saw some of them on the Trident. And when Bran fell out of the window... And um, she's only known summer, but now winter is coming, and their sigil is the dire wolf. And here's the quote. Let me tell you something about Wolf's Child. When the snow fo- the snows fall and the white winds blow, the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. That, that's the, the quote that goes around. And... Summer is the time for squabbles. In winter, we must protect one another, keep each other warm, share our strength. So if you must hate Arya, hate those who would truly do us harm. Septa Mordain is a good woman, and Sansa, Sansa is your sister. You may be as different as the sun and the moon, but the same blood flows through both your hearts. You need her as she needs you, and I need both of you. God's help me. And then Arya says... She doesn't really hate Sansa, not truly, and it was only half a lie it says. Wow. Yeah. They, uh,
1: they're very different. As he said, um, I think to be fair, Ned's offering pretty decent advice. Uh, but I think he also understands that, uh, he understands that, um, Arya's gonna do what she's gonna do no matter what. So I think to be fair he has an understanding of that to an extent.
0: Well, me and my own sister um oh. we had a bit of a Arya and Sansa dynamic, not quite the same, but
1: my brother and I beat each other up all the time. Granted, you know, I was kinda of the I was kinda of the I'm the older one, so I was kinda of the
0: more guilty one. Although once he
1: got older he he gave it as good as he you No, know, we
0: it. we didn't usually um, fight, exactly, yeah. but, you know, she she had what what she liked, I had what I liked, they weren't the same. Well, my brother we... and I
1: loved each other, we were really close, we were just, you know, we were boys, and I think mm. that just might be, like, the whole thing with that. I mean, not she was kind of more but, yeah. the
0: social butterfly, I was the one who'd like to play in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Sometimes I envy her having more friends than me, but yeah, I'm not going to go on a long tangent about my childhood here, but... Uh, yeah, Ned uh, pretty much, he gives it to her straight that it's a dangerous place, it's not Winterfell, they have actual enemies, they can't have a war between themselves, she has to stop running off in angry words and disobedience, because those were... Summer games for a child. But winter is upon us now. It's time to begin growing up. And. Um, Arya. Says that she will. And. Um, it says she did, had never loved him so much. as She did in that instant. Yep. And she says she can be strong too. Like her brother Rob. And he hands Needle back to her hilt first. It says that she can. Keep it. It's hers. And he says if he took it away he thinks he'll find your other weapons within like a fortnight, like a morning star under her pillow. Try not to stab your sister, whatever the provocation. She says she won't, she promises. Yeah. And the next day she apologized to Septimordain and Um Three days later she went to the small hall where uh, they were eating before and all the tables have been moved against the walls and it's empty except um, there's a slight man with a bald head and a big nose and he's holding two slender wooden swords. You are late, boy. And this is the guy we're talking Yeah, Cereo Pharrell. Yeah. Doesn't quite look like um, the same character from the show remember he actually has quite bushy hair but... yeah,
1: well, that's why I was confused by that drawing initially uh...
0: um, she tells can tell he has an accent from the free cities, maybe Bravos or mirror um, you know that would be actually Bravos yeah. and he says, "I am your dancing master," and she throws a sword and she misses and tomorrow you will catch it and they'll pick it up. And it wasn't just a stick, it was a wooden sword that had a grip and it actually had a weight in the middle to make it heavier to have a more realistic balance. And it's not a great sword for um, fighting with two hands. It's a one-handed sword. Take it in one hand, it's too heavy. It's as heavy as it needs to be to make you strong. One hand's all you're needing and Arya takes her right hand off the grip because um Arya is left-handed which in medieval times there were superstitions about that yeah but.
1: and George Arya doesn't seem to write any of that
0: and i'll tell you a thing medieval in the times, the, the, the sarah, show sarah
1: i had like relatives that grew up left-handed and they would be like very strongly discouraged by their religious upbringing. Like, not necessarily religious. The school would be religious. My mother and father are both left-handed, and I somehow am not. My dad's left-handed. I'm right-handed. Now my mom's right-handed, my brother's ambidextrous. So that's, like, sort of a nice little uh, pendant square right there. Anyway,
0: go ahead. Um, for the show... Maisie Williams actually learned to fight left-handed. She is not left-handed in real life. Um, The way I uh, heard the story was her mother was reading the books and them not being quite child-friendly books. Mm -hmm. So she wasn't given the books herself to read yet at the age she first began playing Mm Arya. And her mom told her about Arya being left-handed and... I could be. I could fight left handed, no problem. It's writing left handed. I can't do. Oh,
1: or, or punching left handed, but couldn't you like sword fight left handed? Absolutely. <laughs> I can't. I could definitely do that. I could not. I would have trouble batting or golfing left handed. Actually, I probably could bat left handed if I really wanted to. I cannot write left handed though. I it, it comes out like you know, it it comes out looking like you know a a. One year old wrote
0: it. Anyway. Now, Sirio tells her that it's good that she's, you know, fights, it's going to be using her left hand because everything is reversed and it'll make things more awkward for her enemies. And she's standing wrong to turn her body sideways. And it's good that she's so skinny because the target is smaller and the grip, she should be holding it delicately not like a battle axe or what if she drops it can you drop part of your arm the sword should be like part of your arm it's not like holding a battle axe it's like holding a needle oh yeah finished (laughs) there's that sentence for him and they'll begin the dance and it's not the knight's dance with hacking and hammering it is the bravo's dance the water dance Mm -hmm. And, all oh, oh, men know, are made of about, water. Oh, yes. You get to talk about water dancing. Oh. Does water dancing <laughs> actually Yes. All oh, men are made of water. Do you know this? When you pierce them, the water leaks out and they die. Try to strike me. Now, yes, water dancing. Outside of Game of Thrones, water dancing is when alligators do a, a mating dance to attract a mate. They kind of sink underwater and vibrate their backs and make bubbles come up and they're generally making a bellowing noise i've seen it a lot of times because i used to work at a place that had alligators and they would do that when they heard the garbage truck somehow the noise of the garbage truck sounded like another alligator to them and they get all excited about that (laughs) water dancing (laughs) yep
1: yeah well gators will do their little dancing and it actually is called Water
0: Dancing, my son. And Arya tries to hit him with the sword for four hours and doesn't hit him even once. And, and it says the next day their real work began. Oh, uh, I actually did the Water Dancing workshop a few years back with um, Miltos Hirolamo, the actor who played Serial Pharrell in the show at Con of Thrones 2019. Yeah. Um, we used sort of like wooden dowels. Yeah, it was... He showed us like certain, like, cuts you could make if it was a real sword and blocking the other dowels. I didn't do so well as some did. I was wearing a really heavy, like, night's watch, um, Samuel tarley ish kind of costume and I was wearing shoes that were hurting my feet. I was pretty dehydrated. I hadn't drank enough water. It was hot. The water was like $3 a bottle there. Um, And the cape was getting in the way. Uh, Oh, he actually took me aside and is like, you don't want to be using the cape. Harrington had a problem with this. Like, okay. Uh, Yeah, that was fun. I'm glad he did it. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, Carn of Thrones has not actually been back for several years, but if it does come back and uh, Miltos is still doing the water dancing classes, that's a thing you can do. But I'll say, as soon as the tickets are available, grab them fast because they disappear in minutes. Yeah. Um, I actually had to get off work a few minutes early to, like, fun run fun. home and get get the tickets during lunchtime before they were all gone. Mm-hmm. It was a fun time. <laughs> it was a fun time. Um, well, that's the end of that chapter. The next one is going to be Daenerys. It's going to be a pretty intense chapter.
1: Yep, this one's going to be uh, trickier.
0: Um, Thank you for listening to Cast Into the Fire podcast. Um, Please review, follow, uh, message our Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Join the group, Cast Into the Fire podcast. Um, If you have any suggestions of content you'd like us to cover, we'd love to hear about it. Um, Thank you for listening to Cast Into the Fire podcast, and good night. Good night.